is happiness is the smell of a new car it's freedom from fear it's a billboard on the side of the road that screams with reassurance that whatever you're doing it's okay you are okay you are okay you guys know who that was that was Don Draper from the TV show Mad Men. Oh, he's awesome, isn't he? Don Draper. Man. With all... I, the day drinking aside and the multiple affairs aside, you know, because he's married and had a lot of affairs, all that aside, we think Don Draper's awesome, don't we? The way he carries himself, his confidence, the way he walks into a pitch meeting and doesn't take any crap from anyone, even the client or a potential client. He's pretty cool. But what we aren't remembering is what the title of today's episode is. You are not Don Draper. We're not Don Draper. We can't be Don Draper. For a lot of reasons. One, a fictional character. You know, brought about from the minds of the best writers in Hollywood. Two, it's not the 50s, or was it the 50s, 60s, whatever. Three, we don't have uh, uh, the, the backing that Draper had. You know, we don't have the resume that he had. The character of Don Draper. Remember, character. But what I want to... I want to get into like what we idolize about him. And how it doesn't... How's it, how it doesn't work in our world. And kind of compare the two. Like the, the fictional Don Draper, like, you know, no-holds-barred, get-what-I-want character... And then the real world where we don't have the time or the resources to be that way, right? First of all, one of the things we idolize about this guy is his ability to pitch, his storytelling. You know, the clip at the beginning of the episode, he was, he was selling the idea that everything will be okay. Everything will be all right. Great. That's just a, that's a great line for people to have stuck in their heads and associate it with a brand, right? And it would be so cool if we had the capacity to only do that, to only sit around and strategize, come up with cool, you know, um, ABC statements or XYZ statements. We are X, we do Y for Z. You know, things that we put in the hero image of our websites. We are ex-creative company. We make cool things for small businesses. That's an XYZ statement. FYI. XYZ. 
It'd be cool if we if we if we were able to do that, but we're not. We're on our own. So what I want to focus on in this episode is just things that we do that cause that ultimately cause uh, cause a lot of heartbreak and a lot of time wasted because we are idolizing these figures who have the capacity to spend a lot of their time, you know, pitching. Why are we pitching? Why are we pitching so much? We pitch so much. You know. We create presentations for clients. You know, we, we have a conversation with a guy and he says, Hey, well, you know, come up with something and let me see what you got and I'll consider it. So we come home and, you know, we take the rest of the day off because this is a big deal. Next morning we're in the lab and we're coming up with, I don't know, mock-ups coming up with proposals eight to ten page proposals we're we're presenting ourselves we're hey th- th- this is my plan for your company and how i will grow it and there's nothing wrong with that except the time you spend doing this the day that you waste doing this you're not making any money you're not bettering yourself you're not bettering your company you're spending a lot of time creating something that you hope someone will like. Based, based off of a conversation, based off of them saying, show me what you got. And we say, well, damn it, I'm going to show you what I have. We do market research, right? We look up their competitors. We look at their, their, their history on the web or their history of branding. We look at their rankings. We look at inefficiencies in their online presence or in their business. We figure out ways where we're going to fix these inefficiencies, where we're going to put in automation to help them, right? Put it all into a proposal. And we take it to them. We say, hey, let's meet Friday. I got a lot to show you. And, And here's what we do guys here's what happens we overload the person we 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 always do this when we're just starting out i did it you know i'm not just pointing out people and saying hey this is what you're doing i did it i overwhelmed people with possibilities and at the end of the day i went home with my tail between my legs and no deal or i came home with a hope that i explained everything right with a hope that they'll email me the next day saying let's get started and nine times out of ten it didn't happen didn't happen doesn't it make sense if we put forth so much effort we should be rewarded for it shouldn't the client see Hey, you know, this guy really worked hard on this. I should give him a try. I should give her a try. But it doesn't work like that. And I think it's because we've we've seen figures in in business and and I'd say Don Draper as an example where they have a great pitch and everything works fine. Everything works perfectly. The client's like, "Hey, let's do it, Don." And they go have drinks and stuff. Or they freaking 
go to a Mets game. <laughs> it doesn't work for us. And I think here, I think this is the reason. I think, I think the more effort we put towards proving ourselves to a client, the more effort we put towards pitching a client, the less they respect us. Hmm. Well, Dominic, that doesn't make sense. I, I showed them my research. Yeah, but what if we didn't? What if we what if we valued ourselves so much that we said, "I will." Sh it, when the client says, "Hey, show me what you got," when we say, "Okay, yeah, that sounds great," um, there's a upfront payment for that. Because, you know, I'm, a, I'm busy, I have other clients, and I'm not going to spend time working on something that proves to you that I'm the person you should work with. Huh. It's hard to say that, but we have to. We can't keep fantasizing about the perfect deal where we come in and we show somebody some slideshows and they're sold, you know? That's that's like fantasizing about Don Draper. We get, fantasizing about Don Draper is like being at the gym and playing basketball, and then like imagining you're playing with Michael Jordan, but Michael Jordan in Space Jam because it's fiction. <laughs> Why are we pitching to clients? You know we're 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 in, uh, in an infinite loop of proving ourselves trying to show ourselves as valuable when we know we are we know we are what if we carried ourselves that way hmm what if what if we had a meeting with a client and they said you know i really want to do this this is my budget but you know why don't you come up with some uh let's say they want facebook ads or they want a facebook campaign why don't you mock up some ads show me what you would do for me what if you were able to say, I'll show you what I've done in the past, although that won't directly reflect what I'll do for you, but in order for me to do that, let's go ahead and sign something. Let's go ahead and make a down payment so that, I can, I, so that I'm paid to do this proving to you, whatever that is, right? That's the move. The next time a client says, hey, or, or a potential client says, you know, um, have you done anything in my field? And you say, no, but I've done things in a lot of other fields and I've been successful at it. And before doing those, I had never done anything in those fields. And they say, okay, well, why don't you uh, work up some stuff? Show me what you do. Say, no, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. You're not Don Draper. You're not getting paid to, do, to, to, to go to the drawing board and come up with several ideas for the person in hopes that you get their business long term. You need their business now, right? We need their business now. We're entrepreneurs, man. Do you know what spending three days on a pitch equals up to? 
it equals up to three days, three complete, like, 24-hour days lost for potential new business. We get no sleep. No sleep startup. We get no sleep. We don't have time with our families. We don't work on our business. That is detrimental. Three days is detrimental. And the client is asking for that time to come up with things so that they can see and then make a decision at that point. No way. Nope. The client needs to make a decision there and then. And it's about positioning. Here's what I mean. A lot of times we get ourselves into bidding wars. Okay? Don't involve yourself in bidding wars. I'm going to say it again. Don't involve yourself in bidding wars. What do you mean? I mean... You talk to a company, they say, draw up a proposal and a plan for me, get it to me, just so you know I'm talking to two other companies. Nope. Uh, no thanks. I don't care if your stuff is better than everybody's, the the competitor's stuff. I don't, if, even if you know who the competitor is and you're like, well, my stuff will obviously outshine them. They can always undercut you on price. Right? Don't involve yourself in this. Don't don't work on a pitch to hopefully outshine someone else. Obviously, the client, the potential client that you're talking to is not a buyer. He's a looker. He might get a plan from all three companies and then take it to his nephew and say, "Hey nephew, you know how to do this?" and he'll say, "Ooh, by golly, yeah." That's <laughs> That's how all nephews sound. By golly, yeah. And then he'll mess it up for five years and then they'll be looking again for another client or another company, you know? I mean, we spend so much time on our pipelines. Ugh. Our funnels, our pipelines. Get up in the morning and we, you know, look at how many people we have in our pipeline. How many... Potential clients are in our pipeline. We sh you sh you shouldn't have a pipeline. I mean, that's that's what we're working towards, right? We're working towards not having a pipeline. The end goal is this: to have somebody contact you out of the blue, maybe through your website, maybe they call you, your uh, uh, hopefully your referral from someone, and they say, "Hey, I'm looking at doing." XYZ and you say yeah that's totally doable and they say how much will that cost and you say it'll run you you know it'll run you anywhere from six to ten grand depending on how aggressive you want to be and they say let's start at eight let's get it done <laughs> that's the goal right that's what we're working towards but the problem is we're not setting ourselves up to be in that position and I don't mean I don't mean business wise like like marketing our business so well that we become that person I mean from the very first touch point we're not setting ourselves up as the expert in our field well how do you do that well first of all you decline any offer to give them a pitch you decline any suggestion from them to go home 
and do work for them and bring it to them and hope that they buy into it. Decline it, man. Guys, I've been there. I've been there. You know, we had this one, uh, we had a, a local gym contact us and um, they were opening it up opening up a new location and they wanted to make a big push for this location and rightly so you know you're opening up a new location you want people to know about it so you get a lot of members to the gym right makes sense so they came to us and and they said why don't you guys go to the drawing board come up with some examples of like what you would do for us and then bring it to the meeting. Mm-mm. First of all, no. <laughs> First of all, nope. We, my first response was, n no, we're not going to do that. We'll bring examples of things that we've done for other clients that have been successful, and then talk about how, you know, uh, how we're able to move from industry to industry and use our knowledge of social in order to bring success to that new industry, you know? And uh, had a team member at the time who had a little bit of downtime and said, you know what, it wouldn't be too hard to come up with a slideshow, a PowerPoint, and put some examples together. And I said, dude, don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. But he, he had a little bit of free time. So I said, okay, well, if you want to spend your time doing that. And he's like, yeah, no, it'll take 20 minutes, 20 minutes. Throw it together. Of course, it took like four hours, right? Put it all together. Looks great. He did a phenomenal job on it, to be honest. I was very impressed. He goes to the meeting. Presents it. They love it. Come back from the meeting. Oh, man, they loved it. They're going to go with us for sure. For sure. You know, we talked about business for like 10 minutes, and then the rest was just casual talk. They're going to come with us for sure. And they did not. <laughs> they, like, totally didn't. I think we sent a proposal, and, you know, you can put red uh, red receipts on it so you can see when the email is read. Didn't even read it. Went with another company. And they went with a company who... Who did not provide a slideshow. What did they provide? Hey, however much that company charges you, we'll do it for less. Oh, man. Ooh. That's heartbreak. Heartbreak Hotel, man. It's like Kanye heartbreak. 808's and heartbreak. <laughs> like I heard Kanye when he when they sent that email and said they were going with someone else. And that we're we're not setting ourselves up as an ex here's what an expert does. An expert says, What do you need? And they say No, actually an expert says, What do you think you need? Right? That's the first question. What 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 do you think your plan should be? Well, we're opening a new opening up a new location. We want to focus on Facebook and bring in this demographic. 
cool. Cool. Great idea. I totally agree. Um, why don't we do this? Let me take four hours, come up with a presentation that I think will best suit you, look at your market, look at your competitors, look at your his your history on you know gaining traffic or gaining engagement, figure out a way where we can completely maximize your dollar, completely maximize your reach. Okay, that's going to be X amount of money. Get the buy-in then. Don't fall for the pitch or the, the request for pitch. The RFP. <laughs> I'm going to coin that. The R don't don't fall for the RFP, guys. You set yourself up as 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 the one who who knows what they're doing? You know? And as cool as Don Draper is, and as cool as the thought of getting all spiffy and walking into somebody's high rise and saying, I'm going to take your section of IBM to the next level, how often do we get that opportunity? Also, how much prep goes into that? A hell of a lot of prep. Are we getting paid for this prep, guys? Draper was. Draper was getting paid to have drinks at 9 a.m. and take a nap. Because it helped his creative juices. We don't have... We, we can't do that. We have to get more business. And we have to do the work for the business we've already sold, right? Let's say, for instance, two uh, salesmen come to your door, okay? They're both selling freaking, I don't know. They're both selling uh, uh, car washes. They're going to come to your house and wash your car, okay? One dude says, hey, I'm selling car washes. And you say, um, here's my budget. You know, go back and see what you can do with it. You know, see if, see if you can work within my budget. They say, all right, well, I'll go back and come up with a custom plan for you. And the next guy says, it's $50. And you say, okay, my budget's 40 See what you can do. And they say, it's $50. Man, it's 50 It's 50 bucks. And if you want me to go back to my boss, like, I'm wasting time. I could be going to other people's houses and signing up four or five more people. So listen, take it or leave it. 50 bucks. Who are you going to go with? Are you going to wait four or five days to hear back from this guy? And then they say, okay, we can do it for 30. <laughs> are you going to trust the $30 car wash guy more than you trust the $50 car wash guy who wouldn't bend? I don't think so. Also, if anybody knows of $50 car washes, uh, mobile car washes, let, let me know, please. Oh, I need that so bad. Every time I come outside, my car is covered in sap, and they're like horse flies, and those suckers bite. Oh, I, I hate horse flies. I hate wasps, too. Anyways. But a, a lot of this thinking comes from the book I mentioned, I think last episode, um, A Win Without Pitching Manifesto. 
Just the name. Listen to the name of that. Win without pitching. Wouldn't you love to do that? Isn't that the goal? Somebody comes to you and says, how much does this cost? And you say an outlandish price. Hey, I'm kind of busy this quarter, so it's going to cost you 50 grand to get into that project. And they say, I've heard so much about you, so much good, so many th- good things about you. Let's do it. And you say, okay, cool. Let's have a call in three weeks when I free up. They say, cool. And they pay it. Now, that's, <laughs> that's like a dream situation, but it happens. It happens when you're not spending your time pitching and your work does the pitching for you. Your other clients do the pitching for you. You're not selling a dream, right? Your work sells itself. I love Madman. I love Don Draper. I, I love the idea of that whole era where it was about meeting in a boardroom and, you know, saying, you know, here here's my idea for your brand. And I had this whole department come up with all these examples. We don't have departments, guys. It's just us. And we need to take pride in what we we need to just value ourselves so much more than spending hours upon hours with a client who we are trying to convince they need something it's so fr- it, that that's another point if if you if you find yourself spending a lot of time with a potential client explaining to them your services get out Get out. Leave. You're going to have a bad time with that client. You want an educated client. You want a client who is coming to you because they know what they want. They know you're the person to do it. Here I go getting riled up again. You're the person to do it. I need to stop. (laughs) So vicious. Good night. It's late. That's probably why. A little bit delirious. But... Don't you want educated clients? Don't you want, you know, say you build a site for somebody. You say, hey, I'm going to work on your SEO. I'm going to get you ranking. And mind you, it takes a long time to rank with a budget like this. But slowly but surely, we'll get there if we keep on writing content. We keep producing great content. And we keep on, you know, getting backlinks and all the stuff that we talk to them about. And three months down the line, they call you and they say, I'm not ranking at all. You sold me crap. I want my money back. That is the worst. It happens all the time. Don't you want the client to say, listen, I know SEO is a slow burn. I know it's going to take some time. So here's my budget monthly for SEO. And I've also put aside this other budget for extracurricular things. (laughs) Because I know you know your stuff. Why don't you tell me what I should spend this extra money on? Or should I even be focused on SEO? You're the expert. Tell me. And you can say, you know, Mr. Client, you've got five grand a month for SEO. You've put aside five grand a month for extracurricular things. Why don't we spend this first month? Let's put 10 grand into into pay-per-click. 
I'll only charge you a 20% budget or 20% management fee. You know, I get two grand, so it's eight thousand you're spending. Let's see what that gets us. You know. And then the next month, let's spend the next month. Let's do the five thousand on SEO, but then let's put two thousand towards content. Let's make some awesome content, right? And the client's like, "Let's do it." You know your stuff. You're not just screwing me around. That's a good client. That's a client who's treating you like an expert. There, there was one episode of Mad Men where uh, Don Draper was pitching to, uh, I forget what company it was, but they wanted to see the moon in the ads, like the actual moon. They wanted a visual of the moon in their ads. And Don was like, like they just weren't understanding what he was trying to do for them. He was doing something remarkable, like an incredible idea for them. And they were like, yeah, that looks good, but where's the moon? Guys, stay away from where's the moon clients. Don't pitch to where's the moon people. (laughs) Where's the moon people will never get what... they, They just know that you work in a space that they need to be in but they don't care enough to be to to really understand it. So you're just one of those people. You're just one of those companies in that pool of companies that does something like that. And they can pick and choose whenever they want. That's not a good relationship with a client at all. And you're wasting your time pitching to these people who don't care enough to learn about what they're buying. Right? They're they're either looking for the person who charges the least or the person who has the personality that they like the most, you know? And we've spent four days on this proposal. Way more time than other people have. And we go in there with confidence and we, well, or not, not confidence. And we give it to them and we wait and we wait and we put them in our freaking pipeline keep where's the moon people out of your pipeline (laughs) seriously take pride in what you do take pride in yourself and and take so much pride in yourself to where you're not meeting with some guy at 3 p.m. from 3 to 5 and at the end of the conversation, he says, go home or go back, you know, go back and come up with some stuff and show me what you got. Don't do it. You're worth more. We're all worth more than that. And you know, it might go back to what I talked about in a previous episode, but we sh- in that, in that instance, we should tell someone also, it should be on us to say, here's how I work. If I am to go back and create these things, you will be invoiced. You know, create that expectancy. Um, but sometimes you don't, you, 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 it's a weird, awkward situation. So they're like, you know, you think you're on the brink of giving them a price and then they hit you with, show me what you got. 
So at that time, and that at that very moment, you need to say, that's not how I work. There are other clients who are paying me money, and I spend my work hours working on things that pay me money. So if you want me to do that, there will be a price associated. Sorry, th this was a lot to cover in 30 or so minutes. And if you have any questions, if you want, to, want me to dig into any of that anymore, please let me know. Um, that would be awesome. Just remember you're not Don Draper, and please don't be Don Draper, man. He was kind of a, kind of a douche, right? He's cool and all, but it's kind of a douche. <laughs> I mean, he's a smart man, handsome, but kind of a douche. <laughs> Anyways, like this stuff, man. Listen to the next one. If you want, that'd be cool. If not, that'd be cool, too. Talk to you guys soon.